0: It's my right time and I haven't been on here since July 20th what has happened in your two months <laughs> please tell me and you can email me I think through this platform I'm making myself coffee it's 630 in the morning my body has been waking up every single morning quite quite early I am going ahead and just going straight to bed or going to lay down the night before. I I think that's part of it. like exercising is the same. So I'm drinking my coffee in a tall glass, strong glass, you know where it won't break. And it's temperature resistance through a straw because I don't want the continual staining to occur from coffee drinking. But Um, one of the, back. so, anyway, I'm stuttering. Uh, some, some things have gone on in a positive direction for me as far as family goes, and that's in an improved relationship with my daughter, um, by a lot, and she is a beautiful seeking human, Spirit, and she um, she had changed quite a bit, and I'm proud of her, very proud of her. And my son continues to be a, an amazing young man. You know, I, I love just shining about my my son too. He is. Got such a capacity for what do you call it? Just presence, compassion, and being in the moment and seeing the individual for the beautiful and loveliness that they are. I don't know how else to describe it. He's just, he is such a warm soul. <laughs> You know, you know, you encounter people, and they are not safe. <laughs> they are not safe. They're closed off. They're just very pretty. Could be irritable. They're stay, keep at a keep, keep at a distance without having to say anything because their their energy is just pulsating. Stay away. But his is such a pure energy to me and his capability and his capacity to open a space to really listen to that individual including his mom is quite empathetic, quite compassionate and very very nurturing i you I'm getting a little teary eyed thinking about that kid of young man age, he's college age. And he's really, really doing his best to maneuver this this life and this path and this world. And I'm so pleased that it was me that was his portal of life as a gatekeeper of letting souls through to this reality, this this mortal form, this dimension. And I had to spend a lot of time with them both. Did I appreciate it? No. Was I a good mom? So-so. Was I um, confused and and a lost individual? Did I feel stuck and stagnant and just felt bad all the time? Did it manifest itself into physical symptoms yes gosh at that time um I'll finish this and I'll end with it so I I had manifested in my body from just sheer unhappiness as a human during their their childhood and I basically made their lives miserable and I probably want to say I made my husband's life miserable as well but I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know what it was going on either. It was some kind of, I think it was, I don't know. But anyway, I'll describe my symptoms. and You tell me if this is you. So I had a feeling like I was disassociated. I didn't feel like I was living a real life. It felt like I was always either floating above or behind myself. And somebody else was living that life. And I was numb to emotions except for anger, and feelings of sadness and frustration, Um, and I had symptoms that felt like hypoglycemia, brain fog, confusion, dizziness at times, Um, and so I searched the internet for those kind of symptoms, and one of the remedies was go to natural products household cleanings products change that no more chemical products for the house cleaning no more, um when it comes to things that you know for body care don't let the artificial not artificial but bad shampoos and other cleaning things and other you know body sustaining things that touch the skin be chemicals and be as natural as possible. So, I converted that. I changed that. I changed the food as best as I could. It's another thing that the internet suggested. And I did that. Um, you no know, artificial colors, flavors, inorganic when possible. And um, I went to essential oils, which are God's beautiful plant creations. And lastly, 2013, I started to have seizures. I had them for a year, and then through a naturopathic doctor, um, through her that journey, um, the seizures stopped after a year because of my modified diet, which is basically high high protein, high fats, fats to heal the brain. And just basically going through a lot of counseling. And I know I was processing a an ex- severe and extreme childhood. And the trauma associated with it. And I held so much resentment for, you know, my earth guide. That did whatever she wanted. And heinous things. And, and you know, it's severely detrimental things to a child. And she led her life in in a manner that, that really just sustained a lot of damage. A lot of damage. So, anyway. But, end of the story on the health side of it. On June 8th of every year was my last seizure of 2014. And so, fast forward to now, that's nine years later. I'm over nine years seizure-free and that is a little bit of a review pretty much this podcast and so now fast forward I divorced in 2019 led a regular life started a podcast and I decided to be a help and talk about the, the trauma that that stays with us for you know childhood trauma survivors and that kind of stunts us we have an invisible handicap <laughs> and that um, takes away from our quality of life quality of connection relationship to all things but the one that disrupts the most is the one to the self and that's why I try to restore the individual to the self because that individual was created by God you are that one it was unique, rare, lovely, wonderful, beautiful, masterfully created. Even though that seems like, oh my gosh, Ms. Rikon, there are billions of, a bunch of me. Well, that's how marvelous and magnificent our creator is. He can do that with no effort. And he wants to do that. And it's a gift. He gifted it to the created. And then he presents that created into the world a world of many created. And he created a system of love. That love is the um the dominating factor, even though fear, horror and terror, terrorizing and war, those look like the most powerful on this earth, but no. Love is and uh I got introduced to the the prior whatever that word is you know those first things bunch of terror bunch of horror because that's that's what my earth guide was experiencing in hers and instead of protecting me from it she just pretty much transferred it and she's like here's punishment for the way um, life has been for me so far and you are now my arena and you are my MMA arena to take out my frustrations and my rage and I'm gonna stop at killing you but I'm gonna continue so why do I even say that I don't know but I honor the self and that if it is still resentful it's still resentful but I am 50 I'm so so close to being 50 and I will begin my fifties journey, and um, it doesn't have a significance on me. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not depressed. No, excuse me, that was a stretch. Um, about it. In fact, I'm quite joyful, joyful about this age, and uh, I'm very, very optimistic. I don't see it as as close nearing the end. I'm seeing it as. New energy and and just vibrancy. Because my spirit has released so much hurt and it's it's still yet got some to go. I, I don't know if I'm thinking I need to keep some of it. Is there a survival tool to be on this earth? I don't know. You know, I sit with the self and and spend a lot of time solo. And so when the hurt comes up, the body story comes up, spirit story, the soul story. And I'm here sitting in you know, New University going, how how what is it? Um why 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 feels this sad or why I feel this this, you know, ball of pain in the center of my chest? Um that's whatever, you know, I'm I'm trying to unlock the mysteries of me. The mysteries, the depth, the complexities, the loveliness, the masterpiece of me. And so there is so much to learn and so you and I when we focus so much energy on another, then we set that that connection and communication of self to the side. And we miss out on something pretty miraculous. A miracle of me. That's you. Missing out on that. I'm missing out on that. Whenever I choose another. I want you to know that just now. When I was a tiny. About, I don't know. 9 to 11, 12 years old. I had a dream. Just came up. And there is a connection that dust was made like a, a light bright of the 80s. That was adorable. That was adorable. So even though I said I was going to end this early, and it is the goal to <laughs> stop at five minutes, I am going to go ahead and bring up this dream that I had. So Catholicism was very symbolic, and it was real prevalent whenever I was coming up. Um... The religion was the Catholicism structure, with a rosary and praying for. What do you call it? Um, doing penance by doing prayers and touching each little bead on a on a rosary, a necklace rosary. And so, I had a um, glow in the dark a crucifix. I'm telling you, at night, as a little tiny of. You know, probably got that little thing when I was very, very young. It would glow in the dark. Jesus' dead body would glow in the dark on a cross on my dresser in Nashville, Tennessee. And I I was terrified as if I was in a damn haunted house. I, I lived in a haunted house. Many years of my childhood were a haunted house of sorts and terrors. Hairs around the corner that came from one person she was my prison keeper but uh, sorry about all that um I was trying to get back to the dream so one dream I had was and it stayed with me through the decades and as soon as I did this bit about just now that dream went bloop 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 and bubbled up the memory so I have to say the dream which is my eyes couldn't see I was very confused and I was in a panic and a man he spits on his finger and then he swipes both my left eye and my right eye and all of a sudden I could see and I'm looking around and I'm looking around and I'm in a mall now at a table sitting across from Jesus Jesus was that me? And that's why I gave me background on the Jesus influence and, you know, presence in my life. And, of course, this, this dream is me- mega vivid. And, and so, off in the distance. Oh, oh no, wait. Let me, let me get to the part where I felt gratitude, connection, loveliness. And then all of a sudden, I see some cool people, maybe little children, other from schools or something. And then i I run off to them. And looking back, this makes me a little bit emotional. Um, I don't like emotions. I don't like the crying sound because, um, I can explain that. It's, it's tied to childhood. Um. And I look back. Jesus is grieving. He's grieving from the rejection that I gave him. And he's very sad. But you know what? It doesn't stop me. And I continue on. And then I wake up. I'm awake. And I don't know that. it had such an impact. And that's such complexity for a child you know, under 12. Um, because I went to a Catholic school, I went to uh, we call it confession starting in kindergarten. I would tell my sins to a priest in a, a dark box. And there was a man in the next box and he was the, the priest. And I told him what I did and then the, he's like my child your penance is and then i would go away as a little 5-year-old or 6 or 7 and i would be guided through the connection of my creator to say i'm sorry i, I did those sins and the sins that were done wrong are laid out in the bible and let us know what what the, you know the the framework is for morality so this is this is what i was thrust into you know this 3d form this religious structure and um, the, the having to take care of you know this 3d form body and i know this sounds the words that i use are, i know are quite different but that it's telling me that the most prevalent thing on me and in me and i of me is the spirit, and that this miraculous um, form is a beautiful encasement and it's a container. It's a container. So, God, in His wisdom, decided that I would have this human experience. structure has changed, the children are grown, the mom of myself, I'm on my own, and the nest is empty, and I remain, and now I wait for the purpose that God has for me, to, to be made, um, what do you call it, up here, <laughs> I don't know what else, but, so, yeah, I, um, I struggle with the ego, you know, ego is both sh- uh, a showman, it's attention-seeking, it's take care of me, it's, the ego is going to say, you know, these are your urges, take care of your urges, other people will take care of your urges, make sure that you, you get yours, and that's what the ego is saying, so. But the heart and the spirit of me and the wisdom, the spiritual wisdom in me says otherwise and says to hold, halt, hold, and observe. And so uh, observe the inner world of me and then observe and uh, those around and see who needs, who needs me. And then look at my own battery and say go. Well, what can I give um, to be honoring of the self so where I don't deplete myself but I give And so that's you know an everyday balance that occurs but uh, this is where Ms. Right Tom, ends cause I think I'm wearing you out with all the blah 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 yada 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 um so I'll speak and, and resonate to somebody and if Ego says, Ooh, make sure your numbers are up. Make sure a lot of people, it's, you know, ego is very competitive. And the heart is not competitive. The heart space is not competitive. And so, one thing I, I heard on Coach, Rochelle uh, Iron, I R E N maybe, or I R something, Instagram, she said, The ego screams and the heart whispers. And so I am here on this earth to listen for the whispers. You can't hear a whisper if you have people around or if you're in loud spaces and places. You can't hear those whispers unless you come to quiet places and spend time at the U University. Those places, the heart will teach you what you need to learn. Heart is teaching me what I need to learn to how to, I tr- to truly have my purpose and to truly see people, see their hearts see the heart space world, hence this heart solution, that's my solution for today thank you for listening to right